Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Today's story is brought to you from Southeast Asia by Ruth Church. I call it Blessings and Blowouts. Did you hear that? That couldn't be us, could it? But it was. The loud hissing noise was coming from a tire blowout. This was only one of several events that day that exercised our patience to the max. We were returning from a northern village and a visit over Christmas with fellow missionaries. We left on Wednesday and drove to the village where our teammates are and stayed the night before we headed back to the city. It is normally a four-hour drive or so, but with the adventures that lay ahead, the trip was a trying 12 hours. We were about 40 kilometers away from the capital when the truck started to wobble in the worst way. It has always had some of a wobble, but only at 70 kilometers an hour or so. But this time was different. It kept pulling strongly to the right. Then without warning, the brakes were gone. We started to smell smoke and pulled over at the first gas station. The brakes on the right front tire had seized up and smoke was pouring out. We hadn't the first clue of what we could do in this situation. As the Lord would have it, we must have stopped at the gas station with the nicest owners around. Actually, most people here are very helpful and friendly. They called their mechanic friend right away, and with our trusty dictionary, we tried to communicate our need. The mechanic took one look and ran and got his tools and worked to take apart the hub assembly. When he pulled the bearing out, it just fell in pieces. This was the main problem. He worked quickly and then drove the hub assembly to the city, about an hour drive on his slow moto, bought the new part, and came back and put it all together. This all took a few hours, and in the meantime, we got to hang out with the sweet family. We got lots of language practice, as they know almost no English. The wife was especially friendly and seemed to just know how to communicate in a way we would understand. She taught us lots of new words and made us feel so welcome in many ways. They even cooked us a vegetarian meal, for which we were very thankful. We tried to give them a little love offering for all their trouble, which they refused over and over. They insisted that we are bootmop, which means friends. This first breakdown thwarted our plans for the day, but we consciously chose to be thankful for our blessings. We were thankful for all the ways the Lord had provided and knew He was watching out for us. As we moved on down the road, we were relieved to find that our brakes were back but were disappointed when we found out that the strong wobble was still there. Boaz stopped for a minute to look at the tires, and he could see that the left front tire was wearing quickly and wouldn't last long. We drove slowly and hoped we would at least make it home, but ended up having a blowout about nine kilometers away. Boaz quickly got out and pulled the spare off the bottom of the truck. When we first got the truck, there were two spare tires, one under the truck and one in the truck bed. The one in the truck bed was flat, and Boaz had taken it out so that we could have more space for hauling things. 
As he tried to use the spare under the truck for the blowout, he quick, quickly realized that this spare was for the back tires and wouldn't work for the front ones, which happened to be a different size. Right then, a tuk-tuk comes by, and Bo decided to put all our belongings in the cab and send me and the kids home, while Bo took the blown tire to try and find a spare before the shops closed. I quickly finished putting away all our things in and locked up, only to find that I had locked all our keys in the car. We decided to go home anyway, hoping that someone had a spare set for the house and we would figure out what to do about breaking in the truck later. We had horrible traffic all the way, but eventually did make it home. This tuk-tuk ride was where our patience was really tested. We were exhausted. It was getting dark, we were hungry, and we hadn't showered in two days. After the first breakdown, it was relatively easy to praise the Lord, but it took much effort to remain positive and thankful at this point. We realized that complaining never helps a situation, and it's always important to look at the positive side of the situation. As we silently prayed, we felt our hearts renewed with the thankfulness that we had come as far as we had and trusted that God would continue to bring us through. Boaz quickly left us at the mission while he went with the tuk-tuk driver in hopes of finding an open tire shop. The first two didn't have the right size tires and a third recommended shop was closing. The young men were all dressed up and ready to party. It was New Year's Eve. They reluctantly went back in and found the right tire for Boaz. Back at the mission, we found out that everyone on the compound was on vacation and the guard didn't have a key for anything. The kids and I resigned ourselves to lying down on the concrete in front of our house until Boaz got home. We used a broom to keep the mosquitoes away. Bo made his way back to the truck and put the new tire on. It fit great. Problem number one solved. Now to break into the truck. He pried the door open some and inserted some bottle and then used the jack bar to try to open the little side window that older trucks have sometimes. Several people stopped to help and finally someone got it. We left the village at about 7.45 that morning and Boaz got home after 8 that night. After he put the new tire on, the wobble was completely gone. We are still praising the Lord for taking care of us through all of that and now the truck is better than it was when we left the northern village. Since then, we have been able to buy all new tires and wheels for our trusty truck, and we all got showers as well. As I write this article, our family is now living in the village where we want to minister. We are learning the language as we minister to the health needs of the people. We enjoy our new home and our new neighbors so much. Often we have had to pinch ourselves as we are sure we must have the best job in the whole world. Every day is a new adventure, but thankfully most days don't require such a strong patience muscle. Well, certainly your prayers for their patience are welcome, as is your support. Boaz and Ruth Church are missionaries to the Great River people in Southeast Asia, and as they witness to this unreached people, they are supported completely by your generous donations. If you would like to support Adventist Frontier Missions and its missionaries, point your browser to afmonline.org and select the Give link. All donations are tax-deductible. Again, that's afmonline.org 
slash give. Ruth's second story centers around a sweet four-year-old girl who needed some medical care. She titles it Misa. Contagious smile, an infectious laugh, boundless energy. A good word to describe me, saw a lively four-year-old little girl, is exuberance. Our friend Navi took us to meet a family one Sabbath afternoon. Misa was having some uncomfortable symptoms and the mother wanted us to take a look at her. You can't help but love this precious child when you meet her. It turns out Misa was having symptoms similar to a woman's monthly cycle and the mother was naturally very concerned. We weren't sure what was going on and decided that we should send her to a nice Christian hospital in the capital. They found a cyst on her ovaries which helped to answer our questions about her symptoms. It was decided a surgery was necessary and we took her in the next week. The hospital staff fell in love with Misa as easily as we did. They even used Misa as their profile picture on Facebook. Thankfully, the surgery was an easy success and Misa is back to being a four-year-old. Because of this encounter with Misa and her family, her grandmother now comes to church faithfully and is a precious addition to our little group. We also get to see Misa and her mother when they come to visit Grandma. We've been blessed to be able to help many people just like Misa get needed surgery, glasses, tooth fillings, etc. Sometimes we're able to help with remedies we have at our house, like apple cider vinegar for shingles or baking soda paste for cradle cap. It is so much fun to see people come back and say how the remedy we gave them helped. Some days we feel overwhelmed with the needs that are here, but most days we feel very blessed that we get to help people for a living. Our favorite part of our work here is sharing with these precious people how much God loves them. We are always quick to say that we share with them because God first shared with us. We also enjoy praying with the people and assuring them that God loves them and wants to take care of them more than we do. We're just so thankful for the relationships that God is blessing us with. We've had a lot of positive feedback from the community and we are praying that God will use the health message to help reach the hearts of the people here. Boaz and Ruth use the medical missionary work to win trust and confidence of the Great River people. Then they are able to share the light of the gospel among receptive hearts. But don't think they are the only ones who can do this. God may be calling you into medical missions too. Why not pick up the phone and call Adventist Frontier Missions to see how you can become a missionary today? Just dial 800-937-4236. That's 800-937-4236. Or visit us online at afmonline.org for more information. Go ahead, move that mouse and click on your browser and type afmonline.org. You'll be glad you did. Timothy by Boaz Church I know that God doesn't want me to eat pigs and dogs, but I didn't know that God doesn't want us to eat shells and catfish, Timothy exclaimed as he read from Leviticus chapter 11. 
I don't like shells that much anyway, so that'll be easy for me to leave off, he added. This conversation began as we talked about the similarities between the Bible and Quran. He was pleasantly surprised to learn that our family doesn't eat unclean meats. When we opened up the Bible to Leviticus 11 and asked him to read it, he couldn't put it down until he read it all. He instantly wanted to follow what the Torah, or the books of Moses, added to the message of unclean meats. We have been able to give away several Bibles to Muslim friends during our time here in Southeast Asia. One of the recipients is Timothy, a young man that has been involved with AFM missionaries for over a year. The Clay family, as well as two recent student missionaries, have made a huge positive impact in his life toward knowing Jesus. As Timothy reads the Bible that we gave to him a couple of months ago, his appreciation of Christ continues to grow. We have been able to spend a lot of time with him ourselves recently as we are the only missionaries in town right now. Timothy is a rare find among his people. He is a faithful 19-year-old Muslim and seeks to engage his heart as he worships Allah. He recently asked me a question about what we believe. How is what you believe different from a Muslim, he asked. Well, we are very similar in many ways. We believe that God is the creator and that he loves us. Like you, we believe that God cares for every dimension of our being and even cares enough to tell us what food is safe and what food is dangerous to eat. I have found some differences, though. The Quran says to fight those who persecute you. Jesus says in the Bible that if someone hits you on the cheek, give the other cheek also. I see that the God in the Bible is forgiving and wants us to forgive each other rather than fight against one another. Hmm, he said. I think that Allah wants us to be forgiving too. It is a blessing to watch the Holy Spirit speak to an open and seeking heart. Timothy has just finished his 12th grade tests and wants to become a doctor or nurse to help his Islamic people group, especially those who can't afford medical care. Right now he is working with me as I treat sick people and also helps us learn the language. He loves medical work and loves encouraging people. Our team sees Timothy as a young man who God is revealing his son to and a potential future missionary to his own people. Please pray that God's will be done in his life and that we would be sensitive to our part in his plan.